Hope I Got a Mac, podcast episode number seven. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Help I Got a Mac. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And I'm Chris Biting. Hello, Chris Biting. How are you, sir? Man, I haven't talked to you all day. How are you doing? It feels like it's been forever. <laughs> in reality, in reality, we're on... You don't like, think I might notice, do you? No. It, it's, okay. This is what, take four now? Uh, we've, been having, <laughs> we've been having some problems with our computer in the studio, which happens to be what? A, a PC. A PC. Yes, indeedy. A Windows machine. Which uh, brings me to my topic that I want to talk about tonight, if you don't mind. Uh, I, can I be a little selfish with tonight's show and the, and the content of such show? Cliff, you can go right ahead. I've got a couple little nuggets I want to talk about, but nothing of any, of any substance. Oh, wonderful. Well, I'm glad that I have something I want to talk about. So, here's the deal. After I cough. Okay, so here's the deal. I want to buy a new Mac. Good. All right. I was having a drink. I apologize. That's okay. So I want to buy a new Mac. And uh, in fact, we need two new Macs. And one is going to be for the computer or is going to be the family computer. One that's kept upstairs. I've decided okay. that I've decided that because of crack. I don't know if you can see this out there on Ustream. The folks, we're, we're recording live on Ustream. I'm not sure if, if you guys can see the cracked casing of my my HP laptop that I allowed my wife to keep upstairs. Anyhow, um, the thing is, is that it, I, I've decided that having a Mac, or I'm sorry, a laptop with the kids around is not a good idea. This thing, this thing gets dropped all the time. It gets stepped on. It gets laid up against the wall when you're done with it. <coughs> I'm talking major abuse. And so, uh, anyhow, I have decided that we are going to get a little corner desk because we've got a little spot up there, a little little crevice in the wall that we can stick a computer desk in. And I want to get a actual desktop system for them. Now, of course, I'm not going to buy a PC. And why am I not going to buy a PC? Well, the reason is simply due to the fact that, number one, I don't like Vista. And number two, I don't want to go through the trouble of blasting Vista away and installing Windows XP on a system. So, and I, and I don't even want to go and have another custom-built PC made. I, I just want to go to the store, and I want to pick up a system and pull it out of the box, plug it in, and say, here, family, go at it. <laughs> and you know what? There's only one option. Well, yeah. It's a Mac. And it, oh, I thought you were going to say an e-machine. Oh yeah, no doubt. <laughs> no, seriously, I, I I would not wish Vista on anyone. I am still I still love Windows XP. I I actually prefer Windows XP over to the Mac OS about seventy percent of the time. However, I really enjoy my MacBook, and there are some things about the Mac OS that I really enjoy. So you know, when it comes down to it, uh, you know, with being that. If I want something new that comes right out of the box and is ready to go and roll, it, it it's going to be something from the Apple Store 
because I, I will not have another Vista machine. Uh, they're going to have to come out with another operating system over there. Or you know one, go ahead. Um, one of the good things about, about a Mac, and a lot of people don't really think about this, is the parental controls that are already built into the operating system. Yeah? What kind of parental controls are built in? I knew you were going to ask me that. Um, <laughs> it, it's it's really really cool what you could do. Uh, one of the cool things that you could do is kind of new to uh, to Leopard is that you can set uh, bedtime and time limits. So you can say that you know on all the kids' accounts they're only accessible between the hours of you know X and Y. Really? Or you can only yeah, or you can only use it on the weekends. Or you know you can surf until eight thirty and then boom, they're done. Huh. Yeah, and what else is cool is, is you can keep it, it keeps a log for the administrator of all the of all the websites that the kids have gone to, the applications they've used, the people that they've chatted with. It's just really really nice on on all the you know all, all the little things you can do uh, as a parent. You can have a white list of of certain approved websites they can go to, and this is all built into Leopard. What about um, being able to see what they've been chatting with their friends? Yes. So that's all built in as well. Mm-hmm. I, I like all of that except for this automatic shutdown of of the of the system, you know. Because what what happens if, let's just say I'm away at a busy seminar or whatever. The Stephanie and the kids have been out and they're up way late and stuff. And you know, I'm really the person who administrates the system, and I'm in a very important meeting until you know, let's say ten o'clock at night, and it started at mm-hmm. six o'clock in the evening, uh, and I'm out of town. And my kids have to do their homework, and they're and they're browsing around doing stuff, and boom, eight thirty, it shuts down on them. Then what do they do? Yeah, well, well you can always turn that off. Then I mean, it's yeah. just you know, for majority of the people, that's not going to be a problem. You know? Yeah, I'm, I'm just being. I, I don't know why I even brought that up, <laughs> but it, it's a cool <laughs> parental feature. That's cool, nifty stuff. And then there, there's another uh, add-on you can get for the Mac. Uh, it's a web browser. It's called Bumper Car. Bumper Car. And what's that do? And basically, it's kind of a sandboxed web browser. They can only go to certain places, or they can only play games. You know, they can only go to educational sites, things like that. Huh. Yeah, and it's real like kid friendly and crazy looking, and you know all the stuff that they like. So, is this stuff uh, pretty easy to set up? Uh, yeah, uh, parental controls are, are located in your system preferences uh, pane under System. It's a little. If you're using Leopard, which if you buy a new Mac, that's what you're going to have. It's like a little yellow ball that says parental controls. Actually, I'm going to click on it right now and see what it says. Um, oh, well. It says I have to log in to make changes. I'm not going to worry about it. Okay. Um, but, yeah, it, it's all configurable right there. You, you, you specify which user account is you know, a kid's account, and you just go from there. Gotcha. All right. So I'm wanting to buy a new Mac for the studio and one for upstairs. Okay. All right. So the one upstairs, the one that, that's theirs, <laughs> I am I'm so torn between the iMac or the Mac Mini. Mm-hmm. And the reason why is I'm so used to buying PCs. And I just could never imagine in a million years I'd never buy a PC where the whole entire guts of the system are glued to the back of the display. Because displays are so darn expensive. Mm-hmm. And, and a display is something that you can continue to have year after year after year after year even uh, uh, literally a very good display today should could sh- and should last you at least 3 or 4 generations of computers 
Yeah. So so why I mean for me it's such a hard thing to swallow this idea of buying this big huge shiny bright iMac display knowing that in four or five years that system all that guts and everything behind there is not necessarily going to be obsolete but it's going to be so slow and it's going to be something that by the time comparatively I'd want to replace and put something new up on the shelf yeah and then I'm losing this awesome display that I paid extra buku bucks for Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it it kills me that the the one thing that that you and I can both agree on um, wholeheartedly is that they really need a product line in between an iMac and a Mac Pro, not a Mac Mini, but something a little bit more beefy. Right. Yeah, and so that and <coughs> so here's the here's the thing I'm thinking. Okay, so for five, <coughs> man, goodness gracious, for five ninety nine, I can get myself a Mac Mini. And then I can get a $200 flat panel, very nice, bright display. And I can get myself a, you know, a pretty cheap keyboard and mouse. All right. And so I've got a Mac Mini and it's up and running. And I think that that will do fine for what the kids need. Okay. Now, so so that's really the direction that I'm leaning for the kids. Uh, not nice and as fancy as, of course, having the, the beautiful all-in-one, you know, iMac set up. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's doable and it's less expensive. Overall, I think I can get out of the store with probably right around uh, $1,000 for the yeah. for the upstairs system. Yeah, if, if it was me, if I, if I was going to get a Mac, you know, a Mac Mini, um, the first thing I'd do, Cliff, is, is put two gigs of RAM in it or more. Right. It's just... And the reason is, is obviously part of the RAM, I think 128 meg is siphoned off for video right off the top. Okay. And and another thing you got to keep in mind, it also uses a laptop hard drive. So, you know, it's a smaller hard drive. I don't know if it's going to, you know, have any problems with it not lasting as long or not. I don't know. And uh, not the easiest machine to get into. It's the only one I know that, that a putty knife is required to open up. Is that right? Oh, yeah. So So here's the other thing. And, of course, I was looking at the Mac Mini on the site today. And John Schaefer, who's in the chat room right now, uh, has brought up a very good point, and that's something I even tweeted about earlier today. It appears that there's only one monitor display on there. Yeah, it's it supports only one. Yeah, it only supports one uh, DVI connection. Okay, and that, and from what I understand, there are some FireWire displays out there. Is that correct? Oh my gosh, I have no idea. Okay, well that's what um I had gotten back in the tweets today from Twitter.com. And uh, some somebody said, I think you can add a FireWire display for a secondary, but it only comes equipped with, you know, pretty much, it's only designed for one display. So, uh, anyway, does anybody out there in the chat room know that you can do FireWire? And so... Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've never heard of a, a video over FireWire. Yeah, I I hadn't either until, you know, I, I said that today in Twitter, and then, of course... In the chat room, I saw the, the Alaska Brad says Firewire question mark. So, anyway, I don't know. Uh, so, if, if here's the thing though, really for the family PC though, how, or you know Mac, how many, how many how, are you really gonna want two displays? Really? Yeah, for the family system, absolutely not. However, down here in the studio is where I'm going to come down and say, okay, two two monitor setup in the studio, absolutely necessary, uh, or at least desired, very much desired. And um, here's the other thing that I have as far as 
Um, so, okay, so Alaska Brad was referring, when he said FireWire, he was referring to external storage instead of just relying only on the uh, laptop drive. Anyway, <coughs> sorry about that little side note. Um, where was I going? Oh, so the question I have about the <laughs> Mac Mini. Okay, so I have my MacBook, and the other night I was doing a live Ustream event of uh, one of the podcasts that we produce here. I think it was the Lost Podcast. And I decided to go ahead and try using my MacBook to do mm-hmm. the Ustream, sending out the audio and video via the MacBook. And I used that um, that program you told us about last week. It's called uh, Cam, uh, MacCam, M-A-C-C-A-M dot swordsforge.net. So MacCam dot swordsforge.net. And it works perfect, by the way. Thank you so much for that. Yeah, no problem. So basically, <laughs> with this basic driver is what it is, really. Uh, <coughs> if you follow the instructions to get it set up, you can use a standard Windows uh, webcam and get it to work with all your stuff in the MacBook. Really nifty stuff. However, I have two gigs of RAM in my system here. And when I fire up the cam twist, which is the thing that puts all the filters on my video and all of those neat little things that I do with the streaming and scrolling, or with the scrolling text and mm-hmm. you know the image overlays. Uh, once I turn that on, and then I start streaming the audio at the same time, my MacBook's uh, fan goes into jet propulsion mode. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And so, and and of course, I I and I believe what's going on is that uh, it because the processor is so bogged down it's really limiting the upstream, at least for me to be able to view it to see what it's like. I mean, there were some folks out there in the chat room that were saying, you know, well, it's coming through fine for us. You know, don't worry about what it looks like on your end. But (coughs) then at the same time, I would play some songs just to do some tests, and some folks were saying, yes, it is breaking up just a little. So here I have a MacBook uh, with two gigs of RAM, and I'm already maxing it out, and I get the whole jet engine running. And and so I'm like, okay, so obviously the MacBook is not the best tool to use for streaming in the studio. But I do want something separate from my studio PC to be able to set up all the Ustream, all the Ustream things. And I would love it to be a Mac because then I can use Cam Twist, which is a much uh, far superior system uh, for doing webcam stuff than anything that's offered on the PC. So right. here's my question, I, and I and I went all the way around the long way to ask this thing. If you have a Mac Mini and it starts really getting around the end of its limits on the on the RAM usage and you're really kicking that processor up, does it have a jet engine like a MacBook? On the, the Mac Mini? Yes. You know what? It, it, it does have a... A similar type fan, but um, yeah, I never really heard one go off before, like like the laptop. Um, it's a little thicker than a laptop. I think the air it, it runs cooler. Basically, uh, a Mac Mini on the inside, if you look at it, it's basically you take a MacBook logic board, fold it over on top of itself, and that's a and that's a Mac Mini. Okay. Uh, and really, if you're going to be using it for for a lot of your stuff, it's probably going to be probably not going to be like right in front of you while you're talking. It's going to be off to the side, so I don't think the fan noise is going to be a much of a big deal. But the processor slowdown definitely will be. 
So, so the pro- yeah. the processor usage on the Mac Mini is going to probably pre- be pretty similar to my experience then on the MacBook. Is your MacBook a Core Two Duo or just a Core Duo? It's a Core Two Duo. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. If, if I, mean, I, I would, if it was me, if I was spending the cash for your production system, I would probably go Mac Pro. But, yeah, but you're looking you, at twenty five hundred you know, bucks. Yeah. You know, and, and, and it's like, man, I, you know, on the of course the starting your business without you know borrowing money and doing it on the cash plan, it's like, whoa, hello. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> Ask for Apple gift cards for Christmas. Yeah, no doubt. No, um, you can always build a hackintosh, but we won't even talk about that on this show. <laughs> What's a hackintosh? <laughs> so very smart people have figured out how to get a ha- uh, uh, the OS ten hacked and working on a a plain Jane vanilla uh pc is that right oh yeah i can't we won't like i said we won't talk about that here i can't imagine it would work as well though as as having specced out equipment though they've done some um some speed tests on it and it actually works surprisingly well right cool yeah you 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 violate you know about a million user and licenses when you do Uh, that yeah well that's about to happen when you do something like that so yeah. so here's the other thing. Um, okay, so I one of the things I noticed is like, man, I think that all my programs are closed. And then I looked up at my menu bar at the top, and I'm like, wait a second, I'm running this Plaxo thing in the background, and I'm running this Insomnia X in the background. Oh, but, mm-hmm. which, by the way, I need to bring this up. Re- no, I, should I do it now and lose where I'm going? Ins- it's totally up to you. I'll tell you what, re- remind me to come back to Insomnia X. All right, because I, I have to come back to Insomniacs. It's something that if you're a new MacBook user, you have to have it. <clears throat> anyway, so I, I, I look up there and I see all these other programs running. Now, I think everything else is shut down, so I'm, I'm really you know, reducing all my resources that are being used up. However, I know that on the PC side of things, there are like just a billion things running, and so you can hit Control-Alt-Delete, get to the Task mas- uh, Manager, and really mm-hmm. go in and close down some other processes. Is there something on the Mac OS that I can go to to see what all's really running in the background? Yeah, you go to your applications folder. Okay, so I'm going to my Macintosh HD. I'm clicking on applications in my folder, and I'm there mm-hmm. now. Go to your utilities folder. All right, I'm going to my utilities folder, and I'm there now. There's a cool little application called Activity Monitor. I think we talked about it a couple shows ago. If we did, I wasn't even listening because I don't remember it. Okay, but that's well, activity, okay. I do a lot of I do a lot of podcasts where I don't listen to my co-host, so don't feel bad. Okay. Activity mo- Activity Monitor is a place where you want to go, and right. what you want to look at is your processes. The processes. Yeah. All right. So I have processes up here, and mm-hmm. uh, oh, it says even percentage of CPU use. Right. CPU and, and, use. Fire? There's certain things. There's certain things you can kill. Um, you know, like if you, I know on Leopard you can see what kind of process is it. Is it an Intel process or is it a PowerPC process? Right. And and certain things use the PowerPC process, and it's going to take a cup. It's going to take more CPU cycles because it's using it through through Rosetta, which is the uh, compatibility layer. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, that's interesting. I'm glad to know that there's this activity monitor and I can go in and I can hit quit on these processes 
and on all these things like the growl helper and and uh twitterific and you know just all can you can you close down the dashboard at all mm-hmm. yeah absolutely you can where's kill the dashboard that, where is that at i don't see it in here yeah dashboard is a cpu sucker uh it is under you know, I don't even know. I can't remember what it's called, what it's what it's under. But yeah, if you, if you do a do a Google search on killing dashboard, I think uh-huh. people have written some uh, uh, some apps on it. Yeah, because I think dashboard's probably something that that could be killed and and really, you know, because what I found is that you know playing around with killing some of the other things that I didn't realize I had running, but were just obvious to me after I looked for a minute. Uh, I found that with streaming audio only, I didn't kick in the jet propulsion is- engines it was it was only when i turned the audio on at that point where before just broadcasting video alone was causing the 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 things to go so anyway and actually cliff i just found a piece of software called disable tiger features yeah uh, you can get it at mac update um just do a, a, a search at mac update for disable tiger features and uh, you can turn off uh uh, dashboard. You can turn off spotlight. Uh, you know, those are two programs that that will take quite a bit of CPU cycles. So you can you can use those to free it up too. Gotcha. Hey, for all of you out there who are viewing us via UStream, I noticed that we got about thirty six viewers at this point in time, and uh, the numbers rising as a result of being up on the front page. Uh, this is Help. I got a Mac. We are a podcast devoted to the to the Mac switcher. You can find us on the web at helpigotamac.com. And uh, if you want to join us and participate in the chat, just come on over to gspn.tv slash live. All right, so with that out of the way. Um, so, yeah, so, okay. So it, so it turns out that for the, for, the family PC, or for the family system upstairs, sounds like Mac Mini with a, a flat panel monitor and keyboard and mouse going to be totally cool for them oh yeah absolutely (laughs) however for uh video editing because i obviously i want to start doing some video editing on it and i and i'm going to want to use stream on it uh when i'm doing you stream stuff now the imax do those have full-size components in it they do they use a a standard you know sata uh, hard drive they add, believe it or not, though, they use the same kind of chips that the uh, laptops uh, use as far as, you know, core duos, and core two duos. Uh, the only difference is on the higher end, you can get the extreme, which is basically an overclocked uh, core two duo with a little bit more L2 on you know, L2 cache on board. OK. Uh, yeah. And, and uh, Jay Schaefer just reminded me that the, the memory uh, is the same as a laptop memory, you know, the RAM. But that's really a non-issue, to be honest with you. OK. So let me ask you this, because here, here's the thing. Uh, when I am maxing out my CPU, CPU usage on my PC, because it's this desktop system, it's got the fans cooling this thing down to you know negative 20 anyway. Uh, so, I mean, it's really sucking the air through there. Now, on the IMAX, are those going to, you know, are, am I going to notice all of a sudden once I start editing some video, Am I going to start hearing some loud noise and start noticing some real bogging down? No. Uh, the reason that an iMac is, is a nicer choice than a Mac Mini or a MacBook is that the OS really uses a lot of the of the, 
the graphics processor and doing a lot of things on the screen. Um, that, that's that's part of the core animation and Quartz Extreme uh, rendering. And since the iMac will have its own separate video card with its own separate RAM and everything like that, oh. a lot of that process is going to be moved off of the CPU. Wow, that's good to hear. So it, so it actually has its own uh, video card, and so therefore it, it, that's awesome. Because I, I, mm-hmm. I guess that's really what's going on here is is that it, it, when I bring the Ustream back down and I'm causing it to to kind of process the video and the streaming video all at the same time, that's when I'm really seeing it seeing it bogged down. Right. So that'll be processed by the video card itself in the Ustream process. Yes. All righty. So, and of course, then I can uh, run two displays on my iMac. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Pretty yep. easy. So they'll have a, 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 what is it, a DVI output? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yes. Very cool. All righty. So, yeah, I think that answers my question. So Mac Mini for upstairs. I think what I'm going to do, I think what's happening is, um, and Jay Schaefer says it's Mini DVI, which Mini DVI is the same thing the MacBook has, right? Yeah. Okay, because I have the little connector cable thingy that allows me to to send that to, you know, uh, what to the regular DVI. I've got one of these things here, which is pretty cool to have. So um, anyway, uh, the family. I think my my real dad and uh, my mom and dad are going to give me money for Christmas, and I think we're gonna take that and buy the family PC. And I think I'm gonna have to bite the bullet and for the GSPN.TV studio here. I'm going to have to buy myself an iMac. I, I think I'll go with the smaller screen just because, you know, it, I'm, I'm going to go to the two-screen display anyway. <laughs> so, you're, so you're going to get the 20-inch, I guess? Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, the 20-inch. And uh, I'll probably get the smaller hard drive because I'll, I'll just use external hard drive uh, mm-hmm. for backing off all my stuff anyway. Yeah, the one nice thing about the, uh, the iMac is that it does have FireWire 800, so you can use a faster drive. Good. Yeah, you'll, you'll, yeah, you can use the faster data pipe to that. Alrighty. And now, do you think two gigs on that would be enough? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can go up to four on that, so you're, you're fine. Okay. Alrighty. So that that helps answer my question. That, that's my, that was my um, personal stuff that I wanted to get out of the way. And, and so now when I have the cash, of course, the, like I said, the family PC probably be right after Christmas. And then, uh, the thing, the thing is, is I have to get a new system here for the studio for the a Mac, and then uh, I have to get an uh, HD cam with audio inputs, and I need some wireless audio gear for a, mm-hmm. a new project project that I want to start. But uh, it looks like a lot of that stuff's gonna have to wait for a while. Anyway, yeah. Well, speaking of holidays and and you know buying stuff and and everything, what. What do you get for the, for the for the Mac user who has a bunch of Mac stuff and a bunch of stuff and you know is just just loves their Mac, loves the Apple, loves all that kind of stuff. Starting to kind of get ingrained into the into the cult a little bit. What, what do you get someone like that? Because you can't go to the Apple store and buy an Apple keychain or an Apple T-shirt or an Apple hat or a Mac hoodie. They just don't make that stuff unless you go to the company store in California. Hmm. So what do so you I, do? I've 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 got a couple places that that do sell these items, um, and then and then another place that sells Mac related items. Okay. Uh, the first the first one I want to talk about is uh, 
the missing bite. It's missingbite.com, and uh, they sell what they do. And this is the, the both sites I'm going to mention tonight, tonight do this. They have someone go into an, uh, the, the Apple Company store, uh, buy some stuff there, and then mark it up and sell it to you, which is pretty horrible to do, honestly. But it's much cheaper than getting a plane ticket, going to Cupertino, and buying it yourself. Why doesn't Apple sell this gear on their silly store? They think it. They feel it kind of cheapens the brand. I think is what Steve's thought is. But then you can go to the company store and they're pimping out their logo on everything. So I, I think, I think what it is is they really want. If you want to get this stuff, they want you to come to the the mothership, as they call it, and and pick up that stuff there. <laughs> you have but, to. You have to track. What what do they call that when they when you used to journey to the the motherland? What's that called? Mecca. Yes, you got to go to Mecca. <laughs> Uh, you know, I, I've been there a few times, and uh, and wh- I would love to go back. I just don't have the money or time, you know, to take a trip to California. So uh, this would be a place I'd probably check out. Um, actually, I, I have the black hooded sweatshirt with the Apple logo on it uh, that's on their front page. So it the, there's that place, and then there's also a place called Red Light Runner, which Red Light Runner is a little funny because those guys got caught and they got kicked out of the Apple store, uh, the Apple company store. So I don't know if they're still going there or not. Um, but, uh, yeah, if you want to get an Apple polo shirt or a hat or anything like that, those are two places to check. Uh, Missing Bite and then Red Light Runner. That uh, is the th- hilarious. The third place I want to talk about is a place called InsanelyGreatTees.com. Okay. Now, th- now, this place, you know, no Apple logoed stuff, but they do have some really funny things like Steve Jobs for President shirts and, um, you know, a, a shirt that says I'm a Mac on it, you know, instead right. of, you know, being the PC guy and the Mac guy. And then a couple like old school icons from the 80s and stuff like that. So I would probably go to this place first. Now that I, you know, I've got plenty of Apple logoed stuff, I'd probably go here for some just some cool Apple related gear. And the prices are a lot cheaper too. And the shirts are like seventeen bucks. Gotcha. All right, very cool. Um, oh yeah, Insomniacs. I kind of bring that back up. Um, Insomniacs for anybody who has a MacBook or a MacBook Pro. Uh, by default, when you get this thing, you pull it out of the box, you turn it on, and <laughs> let me give you a typical example of something that happened to me. All right, so I'm in the office. And I'm in in my office and listening to some iTunes. You know, I'm listening to my, uh, my favorite podcast out there. And as I'm listening to my podcast, uh, somebody else in the office, pretty much everybody else in the office, is going out to lunch. They need me to cover the front desk. So you know what I did as soon as I had my brand new MacBook listening to my podcast and had to move my MacBook from one room to the other? I closed my lid. And then mm-hmm. walk to the other room, and I, and halfway through the journey, all of a sudden, my podcast quit playing. And yes. Then, and then, of course, I went into the other room, and I opened up my Mac, and voila, here comes my Mac back alive again. Mm-hmm. What happened? It went to sleep. That's what it's supposed to do. All right. Now, I think that's to- totally awesome. I think that's a great default option for closing your lid and it, and it actually works <laughs> which if, if you've ever tried to close a lid on a pc a windows-based pc and, and make it go to sleep it nine times out of ten they don't come back alive yeah 
Well, let me tell you something. I despise it going to sleep unless unless I'm getting ready to like close the lid and then throw my MacBook into my briefcase, my laptop case, and then head out the door. And then I like being able to just open it right back up, which it does. It works beautifully. And that's when I have to turn Insomnia X off, which I'll tell you about that in just a minute. However, what frustrated me, one of the biggest frustrations I had when I first got my Mac was when I learned that there is absolutely no way whatsoever to turn this feature off. I wanted it to stay awake when I'm just walking from one room to the next. I wanted to be able to, actually, I wanted to be able to have my MacBook sit right next to my bed, you know, because Mm. we're that close now. (laughs) (laughs) So I wanted it to be on my nightstand, okay? And I wanted to be able to listen to my podcast, and I want to close the lid so I don't illuminate the room. Right. And I couldn't do it. So I was no. a little, I was a little flustered, a little frustrated, and then I called. I actually sent an email to you, and I said, "Chris, this thing's driving me crazy." And you told me about Insomnia X. I did. You did. Holy cow! I'm smart. Yes. And so, well, you said, "Well, let me do a search for it," and you said, "Here's this. I've never used it before." And so I went and found you some Insomnia X, and mm-hmm. uh, it works perfect. So basically, what you do is you install Insomnia X. And it turns on this little critter that's up on the top right, uh, top hand, top side menu. And um, whenever he's awake, then it's got it's got this little critter with like big eyebrows, and his eyeballs are wide open, and they're bloodshot. So basically, insinuating that he never sleeps. Mm-hmm. So you close the MacBook lid when he's turned on, and boom, he stays running and works fine. Now there's warnings about you know, hey, we can't, you know, we don't make any warranty about whether you know the heat of your laptop when you close it <coughs> or how this might affect anything blah 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 which initially scared me a lot but I'll tell you I've had my MacBook now probably going on 9 months I think and I pretty much have Insomnium uh X running all the time and mm-hmm. I always close my lid and leave it closed all the time and when I come in and I open it back up it runs just fine so your keyboard hasn't melted or anything like that The keyboard has not melted. <laughs> okay, good. The one thing I have noticed, and I want to know if this is something that's standard with all MacBooks. If I do close my system and I have the screen, or even if the screen just kind of goes, you know, how it turns itself off. Yeah. When it comes back on for the first time, it it's real bright around the top and the right-hand side. But the bottom to the middle is kind of like it's almost as if it's darkened or burned out, burning lower, and it slowly warms back up to where it's all the same brightness. None of my laptops do that. That's okay. weird. I don't know. It's it's like it takes a little bit to warm up the screen or something. Um, I mean, it's not like dark, dark, dark. Yeah. It's just you can just tell it's not quite warmed up yet. So anyway, I don't. If anybody else is having that problem, let us know. Yeah, yeah. Let us know. Let us know. And, and always check uh, Apple.com/support. There's always like recalls and stuff like that. So right. So I think you were going to do something about a giveaway or something. Yeah. Um. I know people like free stuff. I like free stuff. And uh, I've got 
like some Apple shirts that um, I'm going to get rid of. And I'm going to give one away to somebody. And what you want to do is send me an email. Actually, no, 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 because the, the, the whole thing is. Let's, let's do it. Let's, let's go to the forums with this. Yes. And I will start a thread right now. Okay. Called Give Me an Apple T-Shirt. Okay. So give me a minute to put it in there. I'm going to select someone in, it, in there randomly. Okay. And, uh, and next yeah. week we'll announce it. Yeah, and I'll send them a shirt. Okay. And so here's the deal. What you need to do is you need to go to uh, helpigotamac.com. On the right-hand corner, there's a button that says uh, gspn.tv community forum. And you need to go in there, and uh, it will take you... Uh, you'll, you can't miss it. it. Each episode or each podcast we produce just about has a forum devoted to it, and you'll see Help I Got a Mac, and uh, Chris's post will be in there. So go ahead and register for the forum if you're not there already. If you are already registered for the forum, go into that thread and say, I want a T-shirt, you know, and, and we'll announce the winner next week on our show. Yeah, and then uh, once once the winner's announced, I'll, uh, I'll get their information oh. and... I will pop one off to him. I'll tell you what. Better than that, rather than just posting in there, just posting in there, how about this? Because we're going to need some content for next week, all right? So here's the deal. We are a podcast about the Mac Switcher, somebody who is either just brand new, just got the MacBook, just pulled it out of the box, or you know they're still relatively new to it, or somebody who's just on the fence thinking about switching to Mac. What you have to do in this post, the give me a t-shirt post, you have to actually pose a decent question for us to ask or that we can bring up, you know, so uh, give you an give me an example, Chris, of a good question we might cover uh, from a Mac switcher point perspective. Oh, gosh. Um, How do I back up my iTunes music? Okay. I don't know. So, something like that, okay? Something like that. So here's the thing. Go to the forum. Go to the Help I Got a Mac section. And in the section where Chris just talked about in the post, uh, I, I want an Apple T-shirt or give me an Apple T-shirt or whatever it is, uh, post your question for us. So that way we can go through and say, here are some questions, and that gives us things to discuss and talk about in our next episode. Wow, this is good stuff, man. Hey, you know what? Ask them to you, you free stuff always brings out people. Yes, it does. Well, folks, <laughs> that is all we have for this week's episode. That's it, Chris. Thank you so much, man. No problem. And uh, look for the forum because I'm going to post a, a really cool game in there a that game? I want everybody to check out and play. Yeah, awesome. In the yeah. help, I got a Mac forum. Yeah, go there and uh, check it out. All right, man. We'll do. We'll see you next week here on uh, gspn.tv slash live. You can find this and the show notes and all the other stuff we talk about at helpigotamac.com. And uh, we invite you to come to gspn.tv and join the community. See ya. See ya.